0: Hi, Hillcrest friends and family. My name is Kim Johnson and I am delighted to be sharing this fresh prayer with you on September 21st. Thanks for joining us. Tonight, I would like to share some thoughts with you and my scripture reference is going to be Habakkuk 3, verses 17 to 18. So while you take a minute, if you'd like to turn there I'll use this time just to remind you that we would like you to send in your prayer requests. You can do that by emailing prayer at hillchristjamestown.com, by using the Church Center app, or by calling the church at 716-483-3331. I know I am still blessed by being able to pray for these prayer requests as they come through the um, church prayer line. And so we want you to know that no matter where you are watching us from, we want to pray for you. So I hope you will send your requests in. I'm going to be reading excuse me, from the NIV, Habakkuk 3, 17-18. Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen, And no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. I attended a women's retreat just last weekend, and the speaker's topic for the retreat was joy. And our daily Bible reading in the Bible app now has us in the book of Philippians which is often called the joy book because the word rejoice or joy is used in there, I think, about 22 times. And then I'm also a part of a Bible study using material from Christy McClellan. And she also had some comments on this recently that really struck me. So when I find that God is bringing the same thing to me from different directions, I really need to sit up and take notice because I think the Holy Spirit is trying to teach me something. So where does our joy come from as followers of Christ? You know, our real joy comes from being, know that we are a child of God. Our joy comes from the knowledge that God has completely forgiven us as we have accepted him as our Lord and our Savior. Our joy comes from knowing that his presence is always in us, is always with us because we have his Holy Spirit. And our joy comes from just the knowledge that he is preparing a home for us, preparing a place for us with him in heaven someday. These truths can bring us a deep, abiding joy that is not affected by the things going on outside of us. In the Bible study, Christy McClelland made the comment that we tend to stare at our lives and glance at God. We tend to stare at our lives and glance at God. I really had to think about that. I think sometimes we are our own joy killers, aren't we? I know that I can be. I can be when I choose to let my gaze linger on the things going on around me instead of keeping my focus on the Lord. It doesn't necessarily minimize some of the things going on that may be difficult, but it does address where my focus is. In John 15, Jesus did not pray that we would be happy or that we would be spared a life free of sorrow, um, or given a life free of sorrow, spared from any hardship. He prayed that we would have the same joy that the Father had given him, which was a deep joy that is grounded in our relationship with God the Father. You know, we often, we cannot just control what happens in our lives, but we can control our response to it when we choose to stare at God and glance at our lives, we begin to see things from his perspective. And I think that was what Habakkuk was talking about, about making that choice. He looked at how hard life could become, but he still chose to rejoice. He chose to stare at God. At the retreat, the speaker challenged us To not settle for a joyless life so that is my challenge for myself and it's my challenge for you tonight don't settle for a joyless life instead let's choose to stare at God and glance at our lives and now let's go to prayer together pray with me please Our Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you tonight just for who you are, for your holiness, for your plan of salvation, for your forgiveness of sin. Thank you for the place you have prepared for us for eternity. Thank you, God, that you allow us to come to you with our requests directly, without intercession, and that you hear each one of our requests and that we know you will answer. Thank you so much, Heavenly Father. But Lord, we come to you tonight, and we want to make sure that there is nothing in our lives that is not pleasing to you. So we're going to stop and take a moment and ask you to examine our hearts, show us if there is anything that is not pleasing to you, Lord, and we ask you to forgive us. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we start tonight just by praying for many in our midst that have lost loved ones recently. We pray especially for the family of Dick Wedlock who went home to be with the Lord this week. We know, Lord, that you are with them, but we pray that they may feel your love, your comfort, feel your presence with them as they go the through the next difficult days together. Father, we thank you for Dick's life, for his faith in you, for the wonderful family that he leaves behind. And just ask that you would bless them during this difficult time. Lord, we also pray for Catherine Regis Green, who also lost her husband George in the last week. Father, we pray too for your comfort with her, for your presence with her, That you would bring people around her to strengthen and encourage her, Lord, as she grieves her loss. And there are many that lost loved ones just recently, Lord, that continue to grieve. And we ask for your comfort with them as well. We just think of the Magnuson family, the Horde family, and the Sonneson family. As they continue to grieve, we pray that you would continue to guide and comfort them in the next weeks and months ahead. And Father, we know of many struggling with illness. Father, we pray for Tony Flint, who had a heart cath this morning at Hammett. We pray that those results were favorable, that you would strengthen him, especially as he is healing from recent toe surgery and still struggles with healing of that old arm fracture. Father, we pray that your healing hand would be upon Tony Give him relief from pain and strength. And Lord, this week we pray for Jen Kilburn's mom, Debbie, recovering from a recent severe fall that's left her with severe bruising and pain and has worsened her confusion. Be with her, Lord, in rehab that you would bring her physical healing, clearing of this mental confusion, Lord. And we pray for her husband, Dave, walking alongside her through this struggle and caring for her, that you would also give him strength. as he tries to help her through these difficult times. Be with her family as well, Lord. We pray for Imogene Truax, who also suffered a fall and has a fractured wrist. We pray that that can be treated and healed, Lord, and that it would heal completely and quickly without long-term problems. Father, we pray for Marsha Wall's nephew, Darren, who's been struggling with seizures and his kidneys are failing only 40 years old. Lord, I pray that you'll give these doctors wisdom to determine what the cause of his struggles are. Lord, I pray that you will allow them to find the cause, the appropriate treatment, that you would bring Darren to complete healing. And we also pray, Lord, that you would bring him into a relationship with you, Lord, as his great healer and as his savior. Help Marsha to be an encouragement to him. Father, I also pray for my stepmom, Linda Madison in LSS rehab, struggling with a chronic knee infection, following her joint replacement in February with many subsequent complications, and now who has COVID. We pray for complete healing of this infection, Lord, that she can return to full strength and activity and encourage her spirit. And I pray for many others who are now coming down with COVID, Lord, that you would protect their bodies from serious infection and complications, help them to recover quickly, Lord, without any long-term effects. And then many who still are continuing to heal from various illnesses and surgeries, we pray for Roger Hazen, Lord, recovering from his surgery, help him to regain strength. We pray for Mary Hal Parment and Nancy and Bruce Nordwall. Lord, continue to keep your healing hand upon them. We pray for Dick Johnson. We pray for Bert Anderson. They're still not sure of a diagnosis, Lord, that you would continue to strengthen and heal them. For John Livingston, recovering from pneumonia, Martha LaBarbera, leg pain after a fall. Father God, you are our great physician and our healer. Please show yourself as the great healer to all of these, Lord. And to others that we may not know about, Lord, that need your healing touch, we pray for them. And Lord, there may be some out there tonight that have requests that have not been shared or spoken. So we just take a moment to allow these requests to be lifted up to you. Thank you, Lord. We also pray for the many missions that Hillcrest supports. We pray especially this week for Options Care Center. We pray for them as they explore options for being present on college campuses in the area. Father, what an amazing um, outreach that would be. Lord, if you could open doors for them to make that happen so that they can be available to more young women who find themselves with a crisis pregnancy. We pray that women considering abortion will find Options Care Center, will seek them out, hear what they have to say and what they have to offer, and that they will choose life. And we pray for a successful walk for life on October 14th, that they will raise the funds above and beyond what they need, Lord, so that they can reach many more women and help bring many more new babies into this world. Father, we lift up Love, Inc. We pray for the health and safety of the many workers and that the clients would feel the love of Christ as they receive these deliveries of donations. Thank you for this outreach into the community, Lord, that is the hands and feet of Christ, that it would continue to reach others for you. I pray for Doug Schoenheit with Awana, Many clubs starting for the fall, some of them are new. We pray that they will be able to reach their communities for Christ, that many children will come and participate. We also pray for Doug as he leads three training seminars this month that they would be successful, that these volunteers will feel strong and equipped and ready to minister to these kids. We also pray for Doug's family as he's asked for prayer for his two children as they begin a new school year that your hand of blessing would be upon them as they adjust. Lord, we pray for Impact Student Ministries and any other faith-based groups that are in the schools. Lord, I pray that you would continue to open doors to schools, that they may go in and be a part of it, be available to the students. I pray that they will be able to draw students in to participate, and that these young people will help them, that it will help them to find friends, others who will strengthen and encourage them. Lord, I pray that you will lead young people to Christ because of these ministries. Then it will also strengthen them and give them the courage that they need to walk in their faith in the school, which may be difficult. Lord, we continue to pray for the Syrian refugee family as they make the adjustment to life here in the United States and in the community in Jamestown. May they feel the love of Christ by those who step in to help them and assist them in their adjustment. Lord, I also pray for the fall programs at Hillcrest, for Awana, for Outbound Youth, for Discovery Town, for the growth groups, some of them new, some of them restarting. We thank you for each and every ministry. We thank you for each and every volunteer. And we also thank you for the children and the families for the young adults and the seniors that all of these activities represent. We pray that each and every one would be strong and effective, that they will reach others, strengthen us in our walk with you, Lord, but also enable us to reach out to others who may not know you, that more people will come to know Christ and be strengthened in their faith because of these ministries. Father, I just praise you and thank you that Hillcrest is a missions-minded church. Thank you so much that they are willing and able to reach out locally and globally to reach the world for Christ, to live out the Great Commission, to be obedient to you. Father, I pray your continued blessing on this church and on this church family as we continue to walk in faith with you. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. It was good to be with you. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. Just encourage you to join us every Thursday at 7 o'clock for fresh prayer. And if you can, join us on Sunday mornings at 845 and 11 a.m., either in person or online for worship. God bless you.